0: all right everyone hello and welcome to the orbit today i have elliot cost in new york new york how are you doing today elliot
1: pretty good yeah um yeah how about yourself
0: doing great um why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do
1: sure yeah so um i've been making these sort of like community websites um, for the last year or so, and um, the first one was called Gossip's Cafe, um, and uh, that's pretty much kind of like a the website that emulates like a, a cafe in real life. So there's um, set hours that you can visit. Um, the hours are a little different right now because more people are online. Um, and uh, yeah, we wanted to accommodate that, but um, yeah, uh, people just log on and they kind of check in with a. Um, you can post messages to it. Um, you can also um, post links um, into into this like sort of chat called. Uh, uh, it's kind of like a coffee break, and then um, yeah, I just added um, some new features recently. There's a light switch. Um, <laughs> that um when you like switch it on or off it like um changes for everybody um so yeah you can play around with that and then yeah it has hours so like once um once the day is done then it closes up and then you can post notes to the cafe um so that was kind of the first like community website that i worked on um and then the more oh yeah sure
0: yeah. Where do you get the idea for making community websites? And what would you say is like the difference between that and like Twitter?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I suppose I've kind of been, it's kind of been a dream of mine for a long time, like since I was a kid. Um, I didn't really like, I was online as a kid, but I wasn't like, Um, necessarily on like, you know, like early social media websites, um, like MySpace and such. Um, Yeah, I kind of just like watch my friends um, be on those platforms. But yeah, um, I was kind of, I was maybe more on like Tumblr and those kind of um, platforms early on and just interested in like making websites um, using those platforms, um, which in the early days of Tumblr, as you know like you could like you know change the css and html um on a tumblr blog um which is really fascinating to me but i think like yeah those kind of early interactions with um like html and css and like yeah platforms like tumblr um really like has inspired me to uh, make my own sort of versions of of those yeah When you started,
0: did you start with Tumblr? Were you ever a GeoCities guy or?
1: Um, Yeah, I kind of missed the whole boat on GeoCities. Um, But yeah, I've definitely been, you know, like, there's a lot of great archives of GeoCity websites now. um, And I've definitely, like, looked back into those. And then, you know, there's, like, NeoCities, which is really cool to see. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, I love the idea of those sites, but I never really was necessarily part of it um, other than maybe like Tumblr and then just kind of like making um, static HTML websites from there.
0: What year were you uh, starting out on Tumblr and kind of getting into that?
1: Mm, Yeah, it was probably like, I mean, I I think I was there like in the early days. I mean, definitely in like high school or. Maybe even earlier than that. Um, yeah, were you on yeah. there as well? Um, I <laughs> I had a kind of
0: strict upbringing, so I didn't get to do a lot of internet stuff until afterwards. So I missed a lot of like the early Tumblr stuff. Okay. Um, but what year around was
1: was that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly when when I like first um, created my Tumblr. Um, I could go back yeah. and look through there. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what year it was. But um, yeah, I think I was there in the early days, um, yeah. And from there, did you get into computers? I
0: saw you are a designer, a web designer. How did you get into that field?
1: um yeah so I went to art school in California um at California College of Arts and there I was like I was actually like very much like offline because um yeah like throughout childhood and my upbringing I had been just kind of like on the computer a lot um and wanted to kind of get away from that a bit so yeah through college I was sort of just like making paintings and like exploring other, um, creative outlets. And then, um, after college, I kind of got back into making websites. Um, and, uh, yeah, the first one after, after college was like this, it was actually kind of related to the, maybe it was like a precursor to the cafe. It was called Gossip's Web. And, um, at that time I was making like Art spaces, um, I had an art space in my um, apartment that I was running in San Francisco um, at the time. And I kind of wanted to just like organize a list of like project spaces um, around the world. Um, and I saw that they were kind of popping up um, in people's apartments and then they would have like a website associated with it and post like documentation of the shows, et cetera. So I created just like a directory of that um, and it's still up actually it's called gossips web um, yeah so that was like kind of the um, first website that I like really got me excited again about the web um, and then I at the time I was living with another another designer um, Laurel Scholz. Um and yeah since that point of living together we've become really good friends um and i really admire her work um and i think it's been a you know huge influence on my work right now but uh yeah she i remember she saw that gossips web website um this directory and uh was like really inspired by it and like it was like you, you know you should you know keep on working on websites like that yeah so, i think uh yeah.
0: did she interview you for that i think i saw Someone interview Um, you about Gossip's Web.
1: Yeah, we conducted, like, an interview in her kitchen, um, I think last year, um, with another, um, like, writer and designer, Meg Miller, um, who writes the arena blog. Um, So, yeah, she... They were living together at the time, and we kind of, like, did an interview for the arena blog um, together. So,
0: with all this art these are projects that you're making. Do you have like a day job or is it all this?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um well right now I'm kind of trying to figure that out. Um <laughs> uh, I'm sort of in between things, but I do so I guess for the last two years I was working for this publication that um Kickstarter runs called the Creative Independent. And um Laurel actually did like the visual design of that. Um And yeah, like worked on the the site and launched it. Um, And then she hired me and I just kind of did development work and worked on their newsletter for a long time. Um, And yeah, just recently I've kind of been like moving, stepping away from that a little bit. But um, I still work for them a little bit. So yeah, it's mostly just like freelance work at this point. The design of the creative
0: independent is very specific. It's kind of, it's almost okay. old school. How would you describe it?
1: Yeah, um, I think it's, I, I don't want to speak for Laurel, but I think yeah. the intention with that site, um, I mean, it, when it launched, it was like publishing one thing a day. Um, so there'd be an interview with an artist or um, another, you know, like creative person in a field, Um, daily and that would be sent as an email um, and also published on the site. So in a way it was trying to emulate like a calendar um, and I think the kind of like block aesthetic um, of like say the archive page um, kind of has that built into it um, of like, like one block a day Um, and then I know, like, also, like the Pixel logo, like, it being a spiral is sort of um, trying to emulate, like, the creative process and, like, spiraling around um, or just spiraling back on something. Um, I feel like that's a common thing that artists and creatives do um, in their process. So, yeah, that's kind of where the design came from. When
0: you're making your stuff, uh, Uh, how do you? how do you go about it in terms of what you're going for in terms of what the project does, how it looks from Mm -hmm. beginning to end?
1: Um, I think that's a good question. I think I'm still like working out a process for that. And I think it's different because, um, in the last year I've been working on, Maybe very different websites that are more about like community and like users um, filling in the site in a way. Um, and I've thought of the process of like creating a website um, in a different way, instead of like filling in the whole website to begin with. It's like, I'm maybe making like an empty vessel. Um, and so I'm just like creating this vessel and then like letting the users like fill it in. I think that's kind of what happened with special fish, which was really interesting to see. Like, you know, I was developing it on my local computer and it was pretty much like useless in a way. Um, like that homepage, like, you know, is definitely, it wasn't what it was now or, you know, is now. Um, but then once it was launched, then like, you know, users started coming to it and filling in, um, that homepage. And now it's like, you know, like this visual, um, uh, piece that, you know, makes up this larger, like kind of fish or something. Um, how, which, yeah.
0: Yeah. How did you come up with the idea for special fish? How did that start?
1: Um, yeah. So as I said, I've, you know, I had this dream of like making community websites for a long time um, or just like kind of emulating uh, community websites that I was on as a kid. So I think that's kind of like where that maybe inspiration came from. But there's a few websites that it definitely like pulls from or references directly. Like this website, um, I don't know if you were familiar with Muxtape. This site. I saw um, you I think mention it launched... that. I've never been there. Yeah, so um, it was this site that was kind of like the, the first, like, mixtape on the web. Um, and uh, the, the design of that site was, like, really interesting in how the homepage, there was no, like, search or anything. There was just um, a random collection of, like, these mux tapes or mixtapes. Um, And that was the only way of, like, exploring or, like, um, finding um, users on this, on the site. Um, And it kind of used a similar, like, approach um, of, like, just, you know, creating this, like, um, uh, almost, like, brick layer um, format to the site. Um, And every user had a different color, um, basically um so i definitely drew from that site a lot um in constructing the homepage um and then i suppose also um yeah like laurel's work um has also been like a huge influence on mine so um and also i can see how like the creative independent and that visual design has like worked itself into a special fish as well. Yeah. How many users does it have today? Um, it has, um, a little over 600 right now. Yeah. So it's fairly small, but (laughs) growing each day, I guess. Yeah.
0: And how many people are working on it? Is it only you?
1: Um, yeah, it's only me right now. Yeah. Um, there's a few people that have added, um, little like Easter eggs and like additions to it. Um, Yeah, uh, my friend John, um, who has a really interesting web presence and website as well and makes um, amazing work, uh, added this like music player to the site recently. um, And it's like sort of an Easter egg where you like press the filters in a certain order and then you can like play the profiles in the homepage as oh, if it was, yeah. like, this music box. Um, yeah, I posted on Twitter a little, like, demo of that. But, um, yeah, maybe we can share that in the
0: show notes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's – I find that I spend my time on special.fish just going through each profile and then clicking the links that they share because I almost always find something cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I do feel like – I mean – the I the, the idea as well is like I love like profiles on social media websites. I think that's like the, you know, the most the part of art the part of social media websites that you can actually like customize the most. And they're often just kind of like an afterthought, but I think, you know, special fish is like focused around this the the profile as being like the um centerpiece of it. Um and also, I'm, I mean, I'm just, like, I love, like, lists and, like, directories um, and, like, text-only sites, so um, I don't know. if um, I've debated a lot about, like, whether, you know, adding images would be um, a good step, but I think it's nice to just have it text-only and makes it simple for me as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. The kind of, like, minimal
0: text only uh aesthetic it's not it's not just unique to you i don't feel like there's almost a community of people on the internet that are in your style community have you noticed this
1: yeah definitely um it has been cool to see sort of people like collecting there i think it um definitely like As it is now, has sort of used Twitter as like a jumping off point um, of like at least people like discovering it through Twitter. Um, But yeah, it has been interesting seeing like, um, you know, there's like people on there that I would never find on Twitter, um, but they've collected around, you know, special fish in this way. And um, yeah, I never really intended like the sort of like profile part. of that being, like, maybe a centerpiece of the profile, um, I was almost intending it to be more uh, about the list, but people really, um, went wild with the, like, little description, like, bio part, yeah. which is amazing, um, um, and I love, I love kind of just the idea that you might build something and then people use it in, like, a different way than you ever intended, and, um, I think that's great, like, I think that's sort of where, I don't know, um, where, like, design is the most exciting um, when the users have, like, some control over the process. Um, yeah. Do
0: you have any plans for more projects? You you create so much <laughs> that I just imagine <laughs> that there might that's... be more in the works.
1: Yeah. Um, no, definitely. I think I'm... <laughs> Uh, always sort of like I'm always thinking about websites so I think there's definitely um, going to be other sites on the horizon especially now um, you know being inside and like being yeah. uh, you know, online all the time um, yeah um, uh, I'm excited to see what's next but yeah um, I don't know right now I kind of want to go back and I've been working a little bit this week on just going back over like gossips, um, cafe and special fish and adding little things to it. Um, and, um, yeah, like adding little features to it, like special fish still doesn't have a password reset. Um, so I have to like do that manually for people. Um, so yeah, need to, you know, build those little maintenance things out. Um, but yeah, project-wise, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm also teaching right now. And I think that's been really, like, influential on my own practice. Um, and it's been giving me some good ideas about, like, how... Um, yeah, like, what kind of websites I want to be making next. Do you, uh,
0: like, have an idea of what you want the internet to be more like in the next five ten years
1: mm. um yeah i thought about this a bit like i think right now we are seeing i mean it's really exciting because we i think we're seeing a like a resurgence of interest in like making personal websites and um yeah just kind of like making websites that are not conventional um and I think that's really exciting to see and also like as you were saying like there's there is this community that's formed around like on the web and especially on Twitter I think um um, around these personal websites and I would just be excited to see that sort of grow I mean I know like platforms like yeah, Facebook and Twitter, like, they're going to continue to, like, be probably the main avenue. Um, but, yeah, I've been kind of thinking about it as, like, well, you know, these, these like, big social media websites, like, I mean, they're very problematic, but they're going to exist um, probably um, into the near future, at least. So, yeah, just using them for what they can be used for. Um, and I kind of, like, I like to think about them as, like, you know, these almost like freeways <laughs> and like we just need more websites that are like um little side streets or like exits off of that um that are quieter places that um just you know a handful of people can like hang out in um and enjoy like a quiet space um because there's yeah there's like i mean you like post something on twitter um like i do i have this experience all the time and that's why i like I constantly like quit it and then I'll come back to it. But like, um, yeah, I'll post something and I'll just like, or like a website or a link. And because it doesn't have like, you know, an image attached to it, it's just automatically lost in the feed. Um, And that makes me think of it as kind of like this freeway where it's like, you can't like stop someone that's like, you know, speeding by it like 70 miles per right. hour or whatever. I'm like, hey, look at my website or whatever. Um, I think it's a good yeah. analogy because I would say yeah. like the
0: the sites that I find on Special Fish are, are small towns in the
1: middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to just kind of like slowly browse a website in that way. And like, yeah, people are using it like as a blogging platform, which is, Really cool to see, um, a friend like recently described it as like a um, like a social media website of like RTF documents <laughs> or like yeah like text edit documents, which is um, really like an, just an interesting idea in itself um, and yeah it wasn't it's like original intention at all, but like I really like that description. Um. Yeah, i feel like uh, text edit had like a social media feature. Or right. Something. <laughs> yeah.
0: As an artist, do you find that working with computers affects your art, and vice versa? Like, what is the relationship between how you make things on computers and how you make uh, other kinds of art?
1: Hmm, that's a really good question. Um, I think. I don't know if I have a good answer because I've been just making work online for like the last two or three years. So I don't even really know like what, if I was to make something physical, like what that would look like. Um, I mean, it's an interesting like thought experiment. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I was in Japan um, last summer um actually with laurel and we did like a little residency at our friends um project space out there in osaka and we did make some physical work there um yeah it was this show called green people um and we made it with uh the person that runs the space cosma and uh we all kind of just like were excited about the idea of or we we're excited about the color green. We're like we all love the color green. And uh we all have, have like different shades of green that we're into. Um like I'm more into a lime green and like Laurel's more into a forest green. So we kind of just collaborated over that simple like idea. <laughs> um so I think like if I yeah, like uh were to make physical work, like it would be something like that. Um, I don't think that really answers your question, but
0: yeah, I I guess it's it's kind of all about your process,
1: just because
0: yeah. it ends up I, when I look at all of your work, it seems to have this um, thematic continuity throughout it. Like for example, the Scoby is really interesting to me because it it is unlike any other website that I've been to.
1: <laughs> yeah where
0: you like kind of upload to it's an amorphous social media platform mm. they abandon the traditional structure and i think what's interesting is that it, like living in seattle there is a set um structure of how people want to build things and the things that you're making are unconventional and kind of reject these structures
1: hmm yeah um yeah yeah that project scoby was uh i don't even i guess it came out all like out of um like trying to make like you know arena into maybe like how like tumblr 1.0 was Mm -hmm. where you could like you know yeah customize HTML and CSS and stuff like that um, and make it more of like a hosting platform, um, which I know is not the intention of um, arena, but yeah, um, yeah I remember uh, like cab who runs arena, like reached out about it and he was really excited about it so um, I think they're like always open to like weird experiments with their API um, but. Yeah, um, I am kind of interested in like <laughs> mm, I don't know if this is the best way of describing it, but like breaking like things like if possible <laughs> or like conventions, um, and I kind of wish that was happening a little bit more on the web, um, especially not so much in like development, although that could happen more, um, but like more in design. Um, yeah, I feel like there's set conventions to how people design on the web right now that don't necessarily have to be that way.
0: I agree. And it's exciting to like see people in your community experimenting with that. Yeah. I've been trying to like find the source of like where where do these people congregate? It's (laughs) kind of special about fish, but um, friends have also been pointing me towards uh, the School for Poetic Computation. Mm. Uh, Like, do you have any... Uh, relationship or familiar with their mission
1: um yeah i don't really know them that well but um i have been to the school a few times and um yeah um who kind of is uh runs it um uh has been doing really interesting work um yeah his like own personal work um it's really beautiful. And yeah, also his work with the school um, is inspiring. So yeah, I think, I think that is part of that community. Um, it's interesting how there's like, I think especially in New York, there's like a lot of people working in tech and a lot of people um, working in tech that are also interested in art. Um, and I think those communities like sometimes don't out- overlap a little bit um, or as much as they could. Um, unfortunately, um, it is actually interesting during this like kind of crisis um, to see like how people, you know, they're more online and they're like maybe like reaching out a bit more um, and you know, like you know, crossing these communities. Um, and yeah, I don't know where like special fish or like the community there really like fits into that. Um, it has been really interesting to see, like, I was just noticing there was like, you know, a ton of people signing up like in Europe and such, um, early on. And that was really, uh, wild because I didn't even know that I had like followers there (laughs) or how they were coming across it. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just curious to see, like, um, yeah, how this crisis affects, like, um, like tech art communities.
0: In our, yeah, and spending more time online.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Uh, to kind of wrap up, if anyone wanted to kind of get started into making the kind of things that you like to make, where do you draw your uh, inspiration, like, as far as mm-hmm. people or sites that you follow? And also, what tools are you using?
1: Oh, good questions. Um, yeah, so let's see. I think for like drawing inspiration, um, I'm always like, and I refer my like students as well to this, like you know, um, archive.org, like the Wayback Machine, like okay. has been like a huge inspiration. Um, I think there's a lot of like websites that people just don't really know that they ever existed, um, and have been lost, um, because either they were like bought out or like sold out or whatever, um, in the design, um, and the whole site, you know, changed substantially. Like you were mentioning like Geo cities. Um, I know like, yeah, like like even like that website delicious was really interesting back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like that bookmarking website. Um, I know like arena is really inspired by that. Um, but yeah, any of those kind of sites. Um, yeah. I was really influenced by Insta like by Muxtape, tape. Um, and yeah, that designers work. Oh, I think it, yeah. His name is like Justin. Um, Ulet? Um, you made that. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, and then tools that I've been using. Um, I guess. Um, to build sites. Um, I guess I use pretty conventional like. Yeah. Uh, text <laughs> editors like, you know, like VS Code. <laughs> um, is my main text editor right now or code editor. Um, And then, yeah, I use GitHub a lot for just like keeping code online and such, Um, like all of special fish, um, the code at least is there. Um, But I don't know, you know, I I would love to like move away from those, those tools. I feel like GitHub is kind of like, uh controlling the static site maybe revolution right now or like mm-hmm. where people host everything which is a little um worrisome maybe i don't know but uh yeah and then um i guess for hosting yeah i've been using like digital ocean <laughs> right <the> um, big. <laughs> yeah um i'm trying to think of like some uh cooler tools but uh, i wish i used more tools that were like made by my friends or something (laughs) i think the thing i'm interested in is you use html
0: probably more than most people (laughs) that's true yeah just coding i i see it on twitter a lot i think somebody was like yo html energy and i'm like i like
1: this (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's a project that laurel and i um have been working on. And it's basically, yeah, just like getting people excited about like the raw uh, energy or power behind a website, which I feel like at its core is like HTML, um, maybe a little bit of CSS. But um, yeah, getting back to that, just like, you know, raw HTML um, um, is kind of inspiring. And yeah, so I, I guess that would be you know, a fundamental tool, HTML, maybe a little CSS, JavaScript there, here and there. But um, yeah, we we're were we uh, running a podcast through, through that um, project. So we released like our third episode or maybe our fourth recently. Um, um, yeah, so we just interview people about their websites and ask them like what their energy is in one word. <laughs> um, yeah, if you had to choose an energy, what would you choose?
0: Nice. Like
1: in one word, yeah. Or do you have any?
0: Oh, are you ta- are you asking? Yeah, me? yeah. <laughs> if I were to choose an energy, I like I yeah. first thing that I would choose is like chaos energy.
1: <laughs> oh wow!
0: <laughs> like chaos all, is a good one. All of my project, I feel like I try to make. Uh, I have a huge list of web development projects that I want to work on, and I. Mm-hmm. Work on it until I I can't I hate it or until I hit a wall and then I publish it mm-hmm. and I I've been doing that so much uh, just to try to create as many things as possible mm-hmm. and I would say that's the energy that I'm going mm-hmm. for that if someone looked at my stuff they'd be like oh I, like he's very creative even if he's like still learning
1: <laughs> yeah no I think that's a really good approach actually like I think I. I used to um, be really bad at just like finishing projects. Um, I mean, I still am, but like, I think just like getting past that and being like, you know, even if it's not like final, like finished and there's like bugs in it, like that's totally okay. Um, And yeah, that's something like Laurel has kind of like taught me over the years. Is like her, part of her philosophy is like, you know, having like a bug sit around on a website is like perfectly okay. And maybe like, um, nice to see, um, and sort of beautiful. So yeah, I think that's like a really good approach. Just kind of like getting things out there, chaotic (laughs) publishing. (laughs) Um, but also for this moment, it seems appropriate.
0: Um,
1: I remember seeing a tweet
0: on Twitter. It was one of those, um, a developer in New York saying I'm in a cafe and I'm looking over my shoulder and there's someone coding in just HTML, no frame, like no frameworks. Yeah. I remember and, that. And I think they were saying they're writing HTML like a psychopath. <laughs> right. And I was thinking, I was like, was that Elliot?
1: <laughs> wow. Totally could have been me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Definitely. Yeah. I think I, I do sort of have a, also a chaotic like energy or presence maybe. Um, uh, Or I don't know. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) I mean, Um, online at least.
0: Yeah. Online, I would say it feels the, the work itself feels less chaotic and more organic. Cause like there's a, there is a chaos to it, but it follows an idea. Mm. and i think that's the most exciting thing for me to, me to see throughout mm. all of it uh, thanks yeah well yeah. thank you so much for coming on and
1: yeah let me pick your nice. brain a bit <laughs> yeah
0: um, love to debrief with you for a little after the episode sure but thanks again for coming on
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: all right take it easy
1: yeah